High Noon with George Hook. Thanks to ClaytonHotels.com with 17 hotels across Ireland and the UK. Now, every Thursday round about this time, I'm joined by Bill Hughes, who picks an essential song. It's sometimes a bit more essential in Bill's mind than mine, so I'm really interested in what he's come up with. Bill, welcome to the programme. Hello, George. Before you tell me, I'm much more interested. What kind of music did you pick for that Philistine, Ivan Yates, when he was working for me while I was on holiday? What did you pick for him? Well... He's not a great music guy. He really enjoyed my choice. The mm. first week, I chose a song by Burt Bacharach and Hal David, a classic, I Say a Little Prayer for You, mm. by Dionne Warwick. Yeah. And then the second week, I was able to come a bit more up to date because Ivan is obviously younger at heart than you. Yes. And uh, so... Uh, he wanted a, a song by Adele, so I gave him a song by Adele, Rolling in the Deep. Who's Adele? Is Adele Twink? Uh, no, that's Adele King. Right. Adele is an, a single word, most successful artist in the world for the last five years, George. Go away. Yes. So, so Rumpelstiltskin, that's what's <laughs> been going on in right. the forest so while you've been asleep <laughs> under the tree. Well, so what's happening today? Today, I've got a song that I, I'm, I'm thinking that you like. I think the movie that it comes from, you either get or you don't get. And You're I would assume, this down, yeah. I would assume that you won't get it <laughs> if I tell you that the movie was one of the leading films that brought in the new wave of Hollywood in the late 60s. Uh, it's up there. There are three films. Oh, are we talking about the, the Brat Pack now or something? No, no, in the late 60s. What well, movie? Uh, there are three three movies that heralded the new wave of Hollywood movies. The Graduate, Bonnie yeah. and Clyde, yeah. and Easy Rider. Saw them all. And Easy Rider is the song I oh. have today. It's Born to be Wild. Yeah, well, I, mean, movie, I, Easy Rider. I remember the song. Easy Rider is without a shadow of a doubt. Mm. the worst movie ever made because it's made by a fella who's out of his mind on dope and he thinks what's happening is great but for the poor misfortunate person who's watching it they, who isn't on dope they can't watch it. So that would explain why it won Best Feature at the Callum Phil Festival. Yeah. It would explain why it was nominated for the Academy Award for Best Soundtrack lefties. and Best uh, best Screenplay. It Get was, to you know, the song. So the song is Born to be Wild by Song a by? group called Steppenwolf. Okay. Steppenwolf. They, um, it was written by a guy called Mars Bonfire. That was his uh, stage name. His real name was Dennis Edmonton. Right. Um, now, the whole thing is that the song is invoked in both popular and counterculture to sort of set up the idea of a biker, a biker appearance. It's sometimes described as the first heavy metal song. Because the reference to heavy metal thunder in the lyric is the first actual uh, acknowledgement of that term. Now, it was initially written as a ballad and it was pitched to other artists, but uh, they turned it down. So then Mars Bonfire offered it to Steppenwolf because his brother was the drummer. And their uh, 
people got together and sped it up and made it into what I would call one of the great driving anthems that this is going to help you drive to Cork. So this, this now, just so I'm mm. clear, is, is, uh, it's a song. It's not an instrumental. No, no, it's All a song. Right. It's okay. a song, Born to be Wild. And, uh, like, it's been covered. It's been covered by Slade and The Cult and In Excess and Bruce Springsteen and Status Quo, uh, Wilson Piggott, Etta James. But probably my favourite cover uh, of it is by Ozzy Osbourne and Miss Piggy um, from the Muppets. The only one I can remember on that, of the ones you mentioned, is the Bruce Springsteen version. Yeah. I can remember that version. Yeah, it's a wonderful version. And I can remember, (laughs) I need you to, like, I need to hear the music again Mm. to be reminded, but I remember the music because it was Mm. the only thing that kept me from falling asleep watching Easy Rider. (laughs) Well, it was when they were making the movie Easy Rider, uh, there was a hit in the charts at the time, which was Born to be Wild. And so they were shooting some of the sequences in the rhythm to what they hoped would be a new song for the soundtrack because Peter Fonda was producing the movie. He had co-written the movie with Dennis Hopper and he was producing the movie and he wanted Crosby, Stills uh, and Nash to do the movie soundtrack. Yeah. Yeah. But when it came to the edit, Born to be Wild, actually everybody said, this is working better than anything new that we could find, so let's go with it. And the song was already, the record had already sold a million copies. All right. And okay. then the movie came out. And so it sold another couple of million copies. Okay. So now, just before, I know you're a music expert mm. and you may not be great <laughs> on movies, but uh, Paddy Looney and Killarney says, a classic. Get hip, George. Good man. You think it's a classic? I absolutely do. We had it in Cork when we were doing our our film series down there and like an audience of zombies left after two hours like wondering what they'd been watching. Well, famously, Peter Fonda admitted that when they were shooting drug sequences in the movie, they were using actual drugs. Oh, yeah. They weren't weren't pussyfooting. And there's a famous story in 1999... The great actor Rip Torn. Oh, yeah. Torn? He played uh, Nixon in a television series. He did, but he uh, filed a defamation lawsuit against Dennis Hopper because Hopper had told a story on The Tonight Show with Jay Leno saying that Torn had pulled a knife on him during pre-production of the film and that he'd had to replace him with Jack Nicholson. And so Torn uh, sued... Uh, he said uh, that it was actually Hopper who pulled the knife on him. Mm. The judge, Much more likely. The judge sided with Torn yeah. and awarded $475,000 against Hopper. Hopper, who had to pay. Hopper Did went, he have any money? Oh, yeah. Hopper was loaded. Right. Hopper went nuts. Yeah. And pulled counter, the knife on the judge. No, countersued. <laughs> yeah. And the judge went against him again and fined him another $475,000 in punitive damages for taking the second case. <laughs> so it was like there was no no winning, and that was in 1999. But, um, but this, uh, just, to, I, I don't want to spoil mm. your musical mm. extravaganzas, but mm. Peter Fonda's Peter great moment was sort of something like uh, it would... Uh, Debbie Reynolds or somebody like that. He uh, did a movie, Uli's Gold, and that was his big moment, apart yeah. from Easy Rider. 
Yeah. Um, and and then, that's difficult for him, being the son of Henry yeah. Fonda, the brother of Jane Fonda, the yeah. father of Bridget Fonda. He like, did nothing. He, well, he did. He had a good career, uh, but always in second-rate films. He was in know. Tammy. That's the one I'm thinking Oh, was he in Tammy as well? I didn't yeah. realise that. But Hopper had a real career. Oh, Hopper had an amazing career and also had a uh, back-end and that's where he, he, he you know, right. uh, there's there's that back film. end sounds a bit dodgy. No, back end. You were earlier talking to the wonderful Kira Kelly about Star Wars and you were saying, I don't know. Alex Guinness must have done Star Wars for the money. Alec Guinness was on back end on Star oh, Wars. Oh, on royalties. Yes. Oh, right. Royalty, back end. In other words, you get the money out the back end. But you well, never yeah. give me back Hold end on. when I appear Hold on. on How much edge. did Alec Guinness make out of Star Produced Wars? Produced by you. How much did Alec Guinness make out of Star Wars? I don't know. $40 million. Now, you were going to have to do an awful lot of plays in regional theatre to earn that kind of money. So, Alec Guinness, and I was, I was yeah, laughing no, no, at that. I mean, so Dennis Hopper got it out of speed. I don't know if you remember that, that movie about the, the runaway bus with Keanu Reeves and Sandra Bullock. Oh, I And do. he was the villain. Dennis Hopper was the villain. And he was on back end. He made but millions out of that. terrible movie. <laughs> so say all the, the millions who went to it time and time again. But, but like Star Wars, the day that's in it, it's National Star Wars Day. Yeah. Um, like, Guinness, no wonder he did it. I mean, 40 million. 40 million he made. And he didn't break out of a sweat. No, didn't need to. And, you know, when it came out, I went to see him in the West End in London, where he was playing Jonathan Swift in a play called Yahoo, which was the dullest production I'd ever seen. But he was there every afternoon doing his matinees and in the evening performances. But... He didn't need to be working because that money was rolling in. Yeah, but I mean, so. this is the man who played George Smiley. And, oh, yeah. Uh, you know. And Bridge on the River Kwai, which is oh, his yeah. best, I think. Yeah. Listen. So anyway, back to this. You, 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 oh, I have to Born stop, to yeah. be wild. You, the good news, as you know from the doll, is the prayer has been uh, kept. That's good news for you, George. 97 votes to 15. That's good but, news for you, George. No, but 20 people abstain. And yeah. I have a problem with abstentions. So do right? I. Sinn Féin abstained? That's, well... Minister for Children, Catherine Sapone abstained? Well... No, I mean, you have to have a view. Yes. You either have to be for it or against it. Yeah. Do, do you not? Oh, They yeah. represent people. Well, we're not supposed to be talking politics while we're talking about songs. But there's probably a song about uh, a parliament or something. Well, Born to be Wild is actually a kickback at the establishment oh. in America at the time. Oh, so much are. so that it was decried by Spiro T. Agnew and Nixon. <laughs> and they called it out. And said, And I would think you probably had a lot in common with those Born guys, to be wild. Born to be wild, yeah. Well, I had a lot in common with Spiro T. Agnew. I bet you did. Not as a tax evader or a hiss and to mm -hmm. add, but as a very bad golfer, because when he used to play <laughs> and a lousy politician, when he used to play in the celebrity golf things, the audience were in more danger than anybody else because mm -hmm. he used to regularly hit members of the audience with with his drives. Oh, so, uh, better than Dick Cheney with the gun. But anyway, uh, but listen, so, yeah, a wonderful film. Listener says, "Easy Rider, a piece of art in every way." Thank you, listener, and a record of social history. Thank you, listener. You're a sensible person. I agree. And it is. It's a marvellous, marvellous film. Yeah, um, but it, it captures a moment in, in real life of 
people, you know, there is a counterculture out there, George, and people are living lives that are out of sync with yours. So that's important to know. But I wouldn't be meeting kind of counterculture fellas at my golf club. We wouldn't allow counterculture fellas join our golf club. You sound more like George Wallace <laughs> every day. George Wallace will never be dead while you're alive. Are we going to hear this beautiful song or not? I don't know. Now that there's counterculture coming into it. I mean, I'd be quite worried I might get infected with the kind of nonsense you, uh, you know, believe in. Really? Oh, a bit of counterculture, all right. I'm prepared in the interests of reasonableness. Born to be wild by Steppenwolf from the movie Easy Rider. Get your motor running. And whatever comes our way Yeah, darling, go make it happen Take the world in a loving place Fire all of your guns at once And explode into space I like smoke and lightning Heavy metal thunder Racing with the wind And the feeling that I'm Wild Steppenwolf 
Easy Rider. I remember it. Like, I, and I mean, I, I really do like it. I liked it then, uh, and I remember... Uh, hearing it outside the movie, you know, yeah. around And then. do you agree it's a great driving song? I think it is fabulous. Yeah, I yeah. mean, I must say, uh, you know, because it's counterculture, it wouldn't be my kind of <laughs> stuff, but, uh, you know, it, it's, it's really, that, like, there's a great drive to that, yeah. which I, I think is, is fantastic. But they had know? an amazing career. I mean, from 1968 to 1972 was their heyday, and they sold 25 million records. They had eight gold albums and they had uh, 12 uh, hit singles on the Billboard chart. Uh, Six of them were top 40. So they really, you know, didn't sort of shy away from uh, having the big career and and life, but they just couldn't get on. They were a bunch of guys who just could not agree on anything. So they couldn't remain within the confines of a band. And uh, I... When you look back at the success of Easy Rider, you know, in its year, in 1969, it took $60 million at the box office. Now, that, when you put it in context of the 60s to take that much oh, money, yeah. that's like, it makes it one of the biggest films of all time. Yeah. Shane and Cork sent me a text. I remember a couple of years ago on a great night out with the right hook movie nights, he saw Easy Rider. Well, there were great nights except for the film. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. And then... Sorry, uh, hold on. Back up there. You actually had it as a hook night at the movies, yeah. Easy Rider, and you're slagging it off. You're some chuck, aren't well, you? Oh, Philip Malloy picked it. I mean, there's no accounting for Philip Malloy. He's a counterculture. Well, I'd agree with that. <laughs> we had Groundhog Day, another night. Groundhog Day. A gr- oh, Groundhog Day is fabulous. And the Tony Award nominations came out in New York this week for all the new productions on Broadway. And there is a new musical by an amazing talent called Tim Minchin. And it's called Groundhog Day. It is. The, it's, they've turned the movie into a musical. Seven Tony nominations. Yes. And, and I'm, the reason I'm telling you is because a great friend of mine, Andy Grovengeezer, is the musical director on Broadway. And he is completely thrilled. I tell you, mm. you've been on this programme. Yeah. It's a clear indication to all the doubters that I am not the most generous person imaginable. That I have you on who, you know, represents everything that I am not. Really? And I have you on here every Thursday with the generosity that I express <laughs> to allow you to do so. Well, I thought you'd be going to Broadway now to see the revival of Hello, Dolly with Bette Midler. I thought you'd oh, be I'd going like to... that now. Now, and that 10 nominations that has for Bette Yeah, Midler, well, well so. Bette Midler's great. Now, remember the Essential Songs playlist. You can stream on Spotify. George's Essential Songs, it's called, of course, but uh, they're all there. My thanks to Bill Hughes for... Uh, that was fantastic stuff.